Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Letters to Myself podcast. I hope you're all having a really great weekend so far. Today, as I'm recording this, it is Saturday, April 15th. It's kind of an important week for me because it's um, Orthodox Easter this weekend, even though the right the, the Catholic Easter was last week. So it's been a pretty pretty busy for me. Um, but it's also one of my favorite times of the year just because Easter or like my Easter to me always symbolizes kind of like a new beginning. Same with springtime, how I've kind of said that it feels like the year is actually starting. But I always feel very positive around this time, very, you know, spiritual. I feel very connected to my family. So it's just overall a really great time. And I don't know, I've just been in such a good mood this week. And I know that it's probably because of that. Like it just happens every year. Um, one thing you may notice is that the audio sounds so much better. And that is because I finally invested in a professional microphone to use for my podcast episodes. Whereas before I was just kind of using built-in microphone again, because I didn't know where this was going. I didn't know how, like if I was actually going to continue on making episodes or if it would even become just like a hobby. But now I think I've I know enough that I want to kind of learn more and take it to the next step. So yeah, hopefully the audio is a lot better than it used to be. Um, couple of updates besides that is, um, two, well, two things actually. So last week I published an episode talking about skincare and what I did for my skin. And I actually forgot to say a couple of things that I regret not putting in later. And the first one was that I recently started um, not using a cleanser in the morning and that has made my skin improve so much. And I got this tip, actually I saw it on TikTok, but it was actually from Selma Hayek in an interview, like honestly, Queen, I love her. She's so beautiful, um, looks amazing for her age. And she said that her number one beauty tip was that she doesn't wash her face with a cleanse, like she just rinses it with water in the morning. Um, because when you go to sleep, your skin is repairing itself. And if you wash all of that off in the morning, you're kind of getting rid of all the hard work that your body has done while you're asleep. Um, and then that at night she gives it a really good wash, like a double cleanse. So I started doing that maybe three weeks ago and I noticed my skin is a lot better than it used to be. And I have not been breaking out even though I have oily skin. So if, you know, if you're kind of trying to incorporate little tips, into your everyday skincare routine that are very easy to implement. I would recommend doing this instead of like cleansing your face and stripping it. Of course, if you know, if you have extremely oily skin or if your dermatologist has recommended otherwise, then maybe don't, but it's been working for me so far. Um, and another, another tip that I've been doing is I don't dry my face with a towel at all anymore after washing my face at night. I immediately go in with a toner and kind of the, the pad kind of dries my face a little bit. And then I go in with my hyaluronic acid. So I actually don't use a towel at all anymore for my face. Um, and then the third thing, which I forgot to mention, um, besides going to an esthetician was that I have started getting facials, which have also improved my skin, but I didn't mention that, um, because I forgot to. And so obviously facials are extremely expensive depending on where you go. So this is, you know, if you're able to do it or treat yourself, of course, that's going to help you get, you know, glowing skin as well, depending on like what kind of treatment you're doing. 
So I just wanted to say that because I kind of, I, I think I had forgotten to mention it in my last video. And honestly, like, I feel like every couple of weeks I pick up new tips, um, whether it's from TikTok, whether it's from something I hear and just trying it out is, is kind of fun to do. Right. So, I mean, try it out if it works for you. That's great. Okay. So next update before we get into today's topic, um, I also just wanted to talk about my laser hair removal journey because I'm going on vacation soon to the Dominican Republic. I haven't been on uh, like a beach vacation since before COVID. So 2019, and I'm really excited to go. Um, but one thing I've been wanting to do for the longest time is to get laser hair removal. And I was always scared to get it because people would tell me, oh, it hurts so much. Um, <laughs> like you're going to be dying. And I hate getting waxes, like just Personally, I think waxes are the most painful thing ever. I can't stand getting them. And I also don't like the inconvenience of shaving. So I finally, you know, decided this year is going to be the year that I get laser hair removal. And I personally found it like a two out of 10 on the pain scale. I don't think it hurts at all. I could fall asleep while I'm getting laser. I think it's been so effective and it's made my life so much easier. And, you know, it's still not even summer yet. Like I haven't even started wearing shorts or going to the pool, but it's going to make life so much easier to wear, you know, like a bathing suit and not have to worry like every two days, like, oh my God, I, I have to shave. You know what I mean? So it's just been so convenient and I would recommend it to, honestly to everybody. And the thing is like, I don't even have that much hair. Like my family members have a lot like more hair on their legs or on their body. I got kind of blessed. I have, I don't have a lot of hair and even so it's still made my life so much easier. So I can't even imagine how much more useful it's going to be for people who have a lot of hair on their body and who are looking to get it removed. So if you're thinking about it, do it. It's so, so, so worth it. Again, a little bit pricey, but the results are supposed to last and the laser, the technology with the laser has improved a lot within the past, you know, 10, 20 years. So it's, you know, if you have a parent that's gotten in, they're like, oh, it grew back. I feel like the technology is so much better now. So yeah, that's just my two cents because I think it's so worth it. And I think it's so much better than having to freaking, I hate shaving so much. Like it's just really, really, really annoying and having to moisturize like all the effort to, to like make sure you don't get any ingrown hairs just to make sure that the area is hydrated. The level of prep that you have to do is just, it's just annoying, honestly. And as somebody who like frequently you know, goes out, shows legs, like <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Like I usually have my legs out in a skirt and a dress going out at some point of the day. So it just doesn't make sense in the long run. And I feel like you save money in the long run too, because razors are expensive. Waxing is expensive and I can't stand waxing. So yeah, again, that's my point. So that's pretty much it for updates. Actually, nothing to talk about in terms of books because I've been pretty slow on the reading front because I've had a pretty busy week. Um, but today I kind of wanted this episode to focus on my updated thoughts on the law of attraction because I had made a podcast episode in 2021 about my thoughts on the law of attraction just in general how I was feeling about it. And I think that a lot has changed within the past couple of years. Um, and I now have a much more nuanced perspective of 
law of attraction and how I just kind of incorporate it into my life, I guess, and how I talk about it. Because if you actually go back to it, I sound very bitter in the video. And honestly, it's probably because 2021 was arguably one of the worst years of my life. Um, so naturally I wasn't believing of anything, you know, I didn't think positivity worked. I didn't think like, like I said, affirmations do work, but I know deep down, I didn't believe it. I was just in a very bad place. And so it kind of reflected because I re I went back and listened to it and I sound pretty bitter to be honest. So I wanted to kind of do an update on that because I see so much of it online now with different communities kind of getting bigger, like the subliminal community affirmations, um, the whole lucky girl syndrome that blew up at the beginning of the year, um, that I had mentioned again as well. And then just things that do work, things that don't work. How do you navigate it? There's so much information out there. You can get overwhelmed. So let's just kind of break it down to the basics and just talk about it. That's what I think. Okay. So firstly, um, I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you kind of have an idea of what like the law of attraction is because I have not come across anybody who doesn't know what it is. Uh, but just kind of, I guess, uh, a breakdown of it is that what you think about internally becomes your reality. So you attract what you are, you attract the thoughts that you think. And for a lot of people, it goes, it goes as well to say, I'm sorry, I'm like, I don't know where I was going with that. For a lot of people, they think that, you know, if you think positive thoughts, positive comes into your life. If you think negative thoughts, negative will come into your life. So again, you're, you're attracting. There's also the law of assumption, which is a little bit different. It's just what you're assuming. You're tricking yourself into creating your reality. And there are a variety of books out there, a lot of them. There are so many content creators that make videos on law of attraction, law of assumption, manifestation. I'm sure we've all seen it. It's kind of everywhere and you can't avoid it. Um, for me, again, the, uh, I discovered law of attraction when I was a teen. I think the first person's YouTube videos that I watched was Leora Alexandra on YouTube. And I still watch her. Like I'm still subscribed to her to this day. Um, because I've kind of grown alongside her as well. And I do feel like she doesn't take it to the extreme and she explains it really well. And she has, I don't know, just for me, I feel genuine intentions from her. So good things have actually come from, you know, me subscribing to that YouTube channel, you know, whereas with other people, I can tell they're very in it for the money. They're very pushy. And so you want to be very careful about who you're listening to on the internet, because there is a lot of money to be made because law of attraction is, ve it's very easy to prey on people's insecurities and on you know, what they think they can do versus what they can't do, especially if they're in a bad place. It's a very easy to grab a hold of them with this information and make them believe in you and spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on you. So be very careful with that. But again, finding information for free online is a lot easier, right? Um, I think the most famous uh, people that have discussed the law of attraction is uh, Abraham, um, oh my God, Esther Hicks, Esther and Abraham Hicks. Um, they have the book, The Law of Attraction. They have the book, Ask and It Is Given and a variety of other books. 
they are, um, these books have came out many, many years ago, 30, 40, maybe even 50 years ago. I'm not sure. And then there's also Louise Hay, which doesn't really necessarily talk about manifestation, but uses a lot of affirmations in order to, um, improve your life, heal your life, heal your body and your soul. So these are kind of, uh, pre like, a they're the older generation of law of attraction. And then there is also a book that I had purchased that was written in the early 1900s. Um, I will I will link it below. I forgot who wrote it, but it was basically money-making affirmations and affirmations about manifesting your dream life. And this was in the 1920s. So this isn't, this isn't new stuff. This isn't new ideas. You know, um, the law of attraction as an idea has been around for a long time. And even if you go back in time, hundreds, thousands of years, it kind of mirrors us, you know, believing that praying or, um, yes, praying, being a good person, thinking good thoughts, this is echoed in a lot of religion, will lead to a positive outcome. If not now, then in the afterlife. Being a good person will lead to a good outcome. And this is echoed pretty much everywhere, culturally, globally, around the world. But the more new age stuff has specifically to do with what we call the law of attraction and the law of assumption and 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 manifestation and, and so forth. And I am saying this a lot and, and very loosely. If I am wrong, please correct me. Again, I'm not an expert, um, but this is just based on my own research. So this, this is just kind of a background. And again, I'm sure if you use TikTok, I'm sure if you use YouTube and, you know, you're into this kind of stuff, you've, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You've seen it everywhere. So my problem originally with it was that it didn't, you know, it, a lot of what was promoted was that if you think a negative thought that negative things are going to come and manifest into your reality, that was my main issue with it. I wasn't really reading between the lines because nobody's actually saying that. The truth is that if you have intrusive thoughts, if you are depressed, if you have bad days, that's normal. Um, and when we have bad negative thoughts about ourselves, what matters is the intent behind it and the belief. So for, let's say, for example, I have very bad anxiety. And so if let's say I'm waiting for a family member to come home and they haven't come home, my initial first thought is, oh my God, something happened to them. But is that me manifesting it because I'm thinking it? No, because I don't have the intention and the will behind it. My subconscious does not want that to happen, you know? And so they come home safely. That's just anxiety talking to you. It's the same thing with, you know, when we see ourselves in the mirror and you know, we're having a bad day, it's like, oh, I'm so ugly. Or like, oh, I, I like I look terrible today. Like you're not actually manifesting you becoming uglier because you're you're just a human being. Like deep down, you know that's not really true. Like you don't have the intention of making it happen. And that's what wasn't really clicking for me. Um, I was saying, oh, you know, if you, if you say that somebody's negative thoughts caused this to happen, that's literally predatory and you're giving them false information that could very negatively impact self-esteem. Which is true. If you are the type of, because there are some people out there that say, no, literally, if you, if you talk about this and, and fixate on it, it will become true. But what I've learned is that it's actually the intention behind it that matters if it will happen or not. You know what I mean? Like before a test, I'll be like, oh my God, I'm going to fail. And then I get, end up getting a 95, you know, like 
Because obviously my subconscious deep, deep down, I don't want to fail. And also I'm just saying that, you know, we're human beings, we're a little bit dramatic. You know what I mean? So it's not actually true that literally whatever you say is going to happen. The trick is, and again, this, this kind of ties into the whole affirmations thing is that you have to rewire your beliefs in order to bring about positive change. And that will lead to a better outcome. So let me just basically break it down. A lot of people, you know, again, I I very much want to clarify that I am not saying the law of attraction will allow you to become like king of the world, billion dollars in the bank account. I don't think it works to that extent. That's what I believe personally, because I do think that you, you think it and you have to actually put in the work to do it and that it's not realistic for somebody to, again, manifest a billion dollars. Other people might tell you that. I don't think so. But my life has still improved by implementing some of the strategies and the habits that are talked about in these books. You know what I mean? You're, it's, it's all about understanding that certain things might be exaggerated um, and within the context of the world that we live in, do I think that it's right to say that somebody can manifest a billion dollars and take themselves out of poverty? I don't think that's a realistic goal because, and I mentioned two years ago, there are systemic problems within the environment that we live in that act as barriers to people's success, no matter what kind of frame or standpoint you look at it from, you know? And so eliminating these barriers, as an example, such as poverty, would allow more people to then go about and live their, live their lives and be happy and be content and be able to work on themselves. So in that aspect, I think that a lot of the information that's out there, yes, it is, it is wrong to, to say, oh, like somebody can manifest themselves out of the worst possible situation and that's on them. The responsibility is solely with you. You can't say that, you know, does that make sense what I'm saying? And also uh, an issue that I had previously is that there are, again, some, but not all um, people pushing or pushing or promoting this information are saying, you know, if, if something like, let's say someone gets SA'd, assaulted, that they brought that on themselves because they were attracting it into their life. That to me, that's like a BS to me. Okay. Because again, they didn't, they did not attract that into their reality. That's not something that they wanted. I'm sorry. That's not something they wanted. It's just by chance that that had to happen. And it freaking sucked. I did mention that in my previous video. So that's why you have to be very careful with kind of what you end up believing. And to me, it's more what habits I, again, what habits I implement into my life that have made my life better rather than me saying law of, law of attraction is the be all end all. It will heal the world. It will cure the world. And let's forget about X, Y, and Z. Let's forget about sexism. Let's forget about racism. Let's forget about our, our institutions and, and what they've done to us. Let's forget about like literally ev- everything else that might be a barrier to somebody's success and just put it all the responsibility on the person because it doesn't work like that. Okay. But to an extent, we can improve our lives with things like affirmations, 
with just believing and rewiring those negative beliefs. So that's kind of the main way my thinking has changed is that I think it's okay to, to use these methods um, to improve your life. And I think it's okay to talk about it. And I think it, it's brought about great changes. Like this whole lucky girl syndrome thing I'm seeing all over TikTok, all these girls improving their lives, being happy, having a routine. I think that's great. I think there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're aware of like the other side of it, as long as you have that nuanced perspective. All right, great. So now that I've kind of gone into like a 10 minute disclaimer, um, let's talk about some things that I do that I've actually seen shift my reality, if you may say. So I don't think I've ever give I've ever told this story before, but I remember it was December and I had just binged a bunch of law of attraction information. I think it was Leora Alexandra's entire YouTube, like all of her YouTube videos. But I remember just feeling so buzzed with energy and feeling so positive. And I'm like, okay, like, let's start doing this. Like, I am going to be magnetic and I'm going to attract the right energy to me. And I am going to just be the most charismatic person that I can be. And the first day I felt like I was buzzing, like I literally felt magnetic. And I remember I went to the mall. I felt, I've never felt so pretty, so amazing, so, you know, not in love with myself, but I just was really having a great day. And I was doing affirmations in my head. And I kid you not, I had like five, when I was going into different stores, I had like different employees coming up to me saying, you look so good today. And I was like, huh, that's really funny because that's, I don't think that's happened to me to that extent before. And it kind of caused this chain reaction. And this was a couple of years ago, I think. Like 20, 2020, right before COVID hit. Um, it caused a chain reaction that just, you know, made me improve my life so much. And, and then it kind of all went downhill, which I won't get into. But like I said, the past couple of years have been rough for me. But I'm back on my... I'm back on my bullshit. I'm back on my, like, my life was already together. I'm just back in that positive mindset is what I'm saying. Um, so affirmations are very simple way in order to bring about positive change. So it can be as simple as uh, once a day being like, I am... I don't know, I am beautiful. Or, you know, if you want to have your dream job, be like, I, I, I am so excited that I get to go to work today. I'm really happy and fulfilled in what I'm doing. Like just write it down or say it to yourself. When I'm having a bad day, genuinely, or even when I'm having a good day, I go into the mirror and I'm literally like, you are so hot. You're the hottest person in the world. Um, like, I have all the looks, I'm smart, I'm intelligent, I've got this, I'm going to have a great day today. Whenever I do that in front of the mirror before I go to work, I have the best work day ever. Like I, I, nothing will go wrong for me because I'm in that mind frame. And so it, it all just kind of goes together because if you start off your day like that or you end your day like that, it's going to cause again that chain reaction. And our thoughts have more influence on our lives than we think that we do. And there is evidence to prove it, right? That our, our thoughts, yeah, you may not be able to manifest a Bugatti on your doorstep next day. I'm not saying in that way. But if you're looking to be more confident, if you're looking to feel hotter, if you're looking to make friends, 
tell yourself, I am so social. I have the best social life. I have so many plans. I'm having, you know, I, I always get asked to go out. I'm always making plans with my besties. I have a group of people that I can depend on. Just say that again and again to yourself because it does work 100%. I'm telling you. And, you know, it might not lead to tangible results overnight. I'm not saying that, but the more you say it, the more you're going to think, oh, I am that kind of person. I am the kind of girl that has plans every weekend. I am the kind of girl that dresses nicely and that gets complimented. I am the kind of girl that, you know, gets asked out, that gets approached by the right kind of people, that gets her dream job, that does, you know, that gets the best mark in class. You're going to put on that identity and that will become who you are. Like, and, and, and it does work because it brings up your confidence. So just try it. I'm telling you, just try it and you're going to see the results. And again, I'm not saying, you know, if you're trying to be hotter that you're going to look like Megan Fox the next day because no, you're not. But you're going to feel more confident. When I do it, I feel hotter the next day. I feel beautiful. I listen to like different affirmations and then subliminals as well, which again, the evidence on subliminals is more placebo but I always say to myself, even if it's placebo, that still works. Have you, if you read placebo studies that they do on people, it actually does have biological and mental change within every study that's done. Placebos do work to an extent. And then if by some chance it is 100% real, then more, <laughs> all the better. So subliminals, essentially it's, well, you've probably heard of subliminals in advertising, right? About how we're there, they use subliminal marketing messages that we don't notice in order to get us to buy a product. But subliminals in the context of LOA um, manifestation is when people make videos and include affirmations under them. Um, sometimes it's in the form of a frequency, like a, a, a good frequency that will affect us in a positive way. And you just listen to it in the background and it reaches your subconscious mind in order to bring about those changes. So things that I always notice, um, or, or like I notice my life improving when I listen to, um, you know, music and I believe 417 Hertz, um, oh, it's, it's, a, it, there's a bunch of different ones, but you can, you can Google them. Um, because the frequency is supposed to be changing the way the framework of your brain or, or how you think and bring about positive change and cleanse you. And, um, and then there's the, the ones where there's affirmations kind of woven under the sound that subliminally reach you. Um, I listen to a lot of like hot girl subliminals. I listen to, uh, money manifesting subliminals and for the ones specifically for looks, I, I, I do know it's probably really popular with like teenagers because m most of the comments I see are like, oh my God, my crush noticed me in class. But I listen, like <laughs> I listen to them too. A lot of these subliminals, like the hot girl ones. And I genuinely do feel hotter the next day. Like I'm not even joking. Maybe again, maybe it's placebo, but it hasn't negatively affected my life. So I'm going to keep doing it. You know, a lot of them have nice songs attached to them. I actually do feel it in my brain when I listen to them. It's something really weird that goes on there. But I listen to a couple of them. I bundle a couple of them. I have a couple favorites and I have a playlist. And again, some of them are exaggerated. Like if you look at the comments, of, there's like one that was like, like a femme fatale <laughs> subliminal. Um, 
because I'm trying to tap into like that energy right now, you know, like the femme fatale wears black and red all the time, YSL, girly, the, con the, the like description will be like chiseled, chiseled cheekbones, make any man fall to his knees, like, um, millionaire, like, you know, again, the comments are like, like funny, like, but I still feel like they work. Like I genuinely wake up the next day. And I'm like, my skin looks so clear. Like my cheekbones look more defined. My jawline is like, is, is like sharp enough, sharp enough to cut, you know, a freaking apple. Like it, I just feel like stacking all of these habits does work. Like, like in the long run, it has a very positive effect. So that's another thing you can kind of get into if you're interested. I love I love subliminals. I feel like it's a very positive community. Everybody in the comments is sharing what has happened to them. And uh, the third thing I do is Pinterest vision boards. So you can make them public or private. But I have a Pinterest board for um, like my dream girl Pinterest board, which is like who I try to be, the vibes I try to emanate. Um, I have a, like a love Pinterest board, which is private, which is just basically everything that I want in my next relationship, what I'm waiting for, like not what I'm waiting for, sorry, what I know is meant for me, what I know I want to attract, the qualities that I want to attract in a partner. And it's like a visual. And then I, of course I have like other, like just for fun, like clothes, makeup, jewelry. But having a Pinterest vision board allows you to kind of keep it in your mind and your subconscious that there's this thing you want to accomplish, that this is kind of what you want the visuals of your life to look like. And again, it just helps you kind of keep on track, um, not to aestheticize everything and, and, you know, put our identities into little categories, but again, it does kind of help you figure out what kind of vibe you're attracted to, what you want from life, what kind of girl you want to be. I feel like it's just fun and it's harmless and it's, it's a super great way to kind of be in tune with yourself and to become excited about things and excited about the future and what you're trying to bring into life, you know? So again, it's all about rewiring that neg the negative beliefs that you have, that you are not enough, that you are, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough. It's about rewiring it and bringing in a new, better version of you. And these small little things that may seem like they're not, you know, scientific or evidence-based, but it's still just building up those positive habits. And that's where I find that the most change comes about in my life for the better. Whew, I'm like really going off. Um... I put a note here about lucky girl syndrome, but I just, again, I have talked about it before, but I just wanted to say that this whole idea that some people think they are unlucky in certain ways, like in certain aspects of life, it's not true because we all have bad days and it's just about how you perceive what has happened to you. But by saying you're a lucky girl, you're just reinforcing every time something good happens to you, you're just reinforcing that idea. And so when, when bad things happen, it doesn't hurt as much or it's not as bad because you just realize, okay, that's fine. It was, you know, a bad thing happened to me, but I'm still a lucky girl. And there's a good thing happened to me right around the corner. So I have another example about this. It's more about perspective and that perspective shift. Um, this week, actually, I got into my first minor car accident. Um, I was backing out of my driveway and it was around 8 45. So it was like 
kids were walking to school and I was very focused on the pedestrians walking on the sidewalk. And I, I have a, a rear view camera, but I wasn't noticing that my neighbor was also pulling back. And so we like hit bumpers and it felt like more than it was because it like really pushed me. And I, I freaked out. I was like, oh my God, my car is total, like not total. My car has damage. I'm so screwed. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm an idiot. But then I got out of the car. I like took a deep breath and I talked to the neighbor and it turns out there was no damage to either of our vehicles, not one scratch, not one scratch. Now, I could have framed this and said, I'm late for work. I got into a minor accident. I'm such an idiot. I'm so stupid. And I could have gone on and on and on and had a bad day. Instead, I said, I'm so lucky because it could have been so much worse. I'm so blessed to have not gotten a single scratch on my car. And I was only five minutes late to work, which literally doesn't count. It's all about how you frame it. Now, that's a small thing. Obviously, worse things happen to people, but I, I mean, depending on what you think is, about, is bad. But I, I do think that getting into a car accident, a minor car accident, a lot of people would go on being in a bad mood for the whole rest of the day and would, you know, would be like, oh, nothing goes right for me. You know what I mean? So it's really about perspective. And I'm, I'm not saying that I don't have bad days. I have bad days where like, I literally will, again, run this false narrative in my head of like, this doesn't work out for me. Like, I just have to forget about it. Like, it's not meant for me. And yeah, it's okay to like wallow in that feeling for a little bit because again, we're human beings, but eventually you have to snap the hell out of it. Um, we're almost, I'm almost at the end of my notes, but basically I also wrote about how sometimes people are like, how do something come, some things come easier to me, but other things don't. And again, it usually comes down to confidence. And because when you repeat again and again and again in your head that this comes easy for me, but this doesn't, then of course it's going to be harder for you to accomplish in that one aspect of your life. So again, I think I've mentioned this before, but I've always felt that for me, academics, I barely even try. It's very easy for me to get to where I want to be, even career-wise. Because I just have this, unlimited confidence in that aspect that it's all going to work out for me. I might not be, I might have a bad work week. Um, I might be stressed out at work for sure, but I know at the end of the day, I don't have to worry because I'm just that confident that it's going to work out for me. But in other aspects of my life, I'm not as confident. Whereas I have friends that will be much more confident in different aspects. So again, for me, like just recently, uh, you know, as an adult, I've started becoming more confident about, you know, like, uh, I guess dating and, and being positive in terms of that, or in terms of the, like the partner that I want. I just genuinely believe that it's, it's going to come easier for me because what's meant for me will come and what's not meant for me will pass. And so I've also found that it's become easy again, easier for me. And I'm much more confident because I'm doing this, you know, inner work to, to know <laughs> I guess to to just to just know that things are going to work out for me. It's a lot easier to just to be successful when you genuinely believe that. Um so we're almost done here, but to finish out, I wanted to talk about a couple more things. So there's a lot of like I don't I don't know if you've heard about like a whole being delusional thing. Like the jokes about women being delusional, being a little delulu and how you have to be a little bit delusional in order to get what you want. 
And I love this joke. I love this. And I always say it. I literally will tell people, I'm like, yeah, I'm like being a little bit delusional today because I believe that this is going to come true for me, even though there's like a 0.5% chance that it'll come true. I think when we believe in the impossible, you know, when we're just a little bit, you know, when we incorporate this sense of like magic and, and, and excitement into our lives, even if we don't know hundred percent that it's going to happen, I do think that it, it leaves space for the actual good things to happen for us. And that when we're not set stuck in this, in this constant cycle of, okay, this isn't realistic. So I'm not even going to entertain the idea that this will happen. You know, I just feel like life is more fun when we do, you know, embrace our delusions a little bit when we do, um, talk about it with the girls and, and dream and, and put our dreams on a board, even though they may be a little bit out of reach. I do think it leaves room for genuinely good things to come to us. And then the last thing that I'm going to say is that there are a lot of methods out there that are, you know, praised as being the number one way to manifest the number one way to, to bring something into, into the 3d immediately. And to that, I say, I think if you're actually looking to make some positive changes in your life, that you should avoid using all these little methods and strategies and just focus on you and focus on rewiring your negative beliefs. Ways to do this is journaling, 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 journaling. Ways to do this is again, affirmations is seeing the bright side of things is bringing back some of that childlike wonder into your life because I think that's the most important aspect of ourselves that we lose as, as adults is just being able to see beyond the, you know, the immediate future and, and looking at the future as something with so many possibilities instead of, you know, dreading it and being like, Oh my God, the future, like, what's my life going to be like then? Am I just going to be more, you know, in more debt? Am I just going to be, you know, more lost? Am I going to be, you know, 45 and alone and, and, and with nobody, you can't think that way. You have to think of the future as like, Oh my God. I, it could be in 20 years, I could be, you know, sailing around the world. I could be with somebody that I love so much. I could have the best family. I could be, you know, whatever you want. I think it comes down to doing again, the work, doing the work. So there's a lot of methods that I've tried over the years, especially when I was younger, like the 55 by five method, which is like, you write something down that you want to manifest 55 times for five days straight. I'm not going to lie. It has worked for me a couple of times, but like it takes a long time. Honestly, you can, you can bring things into your reality in, in, in other ways. I've tried the three, six, nine method. Um, I've done the, the pillow method. Like I, I've done a lot, a lot of methods and, oh, and the controversial one or like the 18 plus with just the O method. I've, I've tried the O method and that does work. Genuinely it does if you're, but also it's like unrealistic because who wants to be thinking about those kinds of things when you're in that state? And I'm not going to talk exactly about what the O method is. Please just Google it if you want. Um, 18 plus please. Uh, but yeah, like all these different strategies and methods, it's like, at the end of the day, the thing that is going to work the most is just you shifting the way that you think, right? And that's what's going to bring about the most positive change. It has nothing to do with 55 by five, like writing down 55 times, like my crush will notice me or like my crush noticed me. Like 
I mean, it, it might work, but, but then you're going to get attached to the outcome. And then if it doesn't happen, you're going to be really upset about it. And then you're going to say, oh, well, this doesn't work for me. And it's going to cause another negative cycle. So these immediate like tips and tricks that, that like, promise to get you results fast. I wouldn't really think so much about that. Uh, again, I would think more about, yeah, just believing in all the infinite possibilities and that life can be really amazing and reminding yourself of that, even on your worst days, that's what makes the, what makes the biggest difference. All right. I think that's all I'm going to talk about. But yeah, I just, I, I really wanted to remake or like re reiterate, bring up, bring up again, what I had previously said, because it's crazy how in like less than two years time, how much you can change as a person based on where you are in life. Because again, two years ago, I was not in the best, uh, state of mind. Like I may have looked okay on the outside, but I really wasn't, I was in a very bad situation. And when you're out of it, you can see how your negative thinking was actually making it even worse for you and how I would have been probably happier if I had had these tools and I had maintained them um, and maintained these healthy habits because it's still affirmation is a healthy habit, no matter what anybody's going to say. So that is it. Um, if you have, again, any thoughts, <clears throat> any pause, uh, not positive, any constructive criticism or nicely put thoughts on, on this, because I know I've, you know, sometimes I'll talk about, oh, like manifestation and, and people will be like, you're literally like so immature. Like you're such a girl. Like I, I just, I think that there's a time and a place for everything. And it just may, again, it makes life more fun and it makes for me life more easy. And I find that I grow more when I do these affirmations and when I do kind of to an extent believe in it for myself personally, I do feel like it, it does make a difference. So no, I'm not going to be shy about talking about it. I think it's very interesting to discuss and it can get, again, it can get out of hand for people if they rely on it too much. You have to always maintain that kind of gray area where you're still taking into account the other side of the story. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say. So again, leave your thoughts. Um, <clears throat> Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. I really do appreciate it. I'm becoming more consistent with my uploads. So I'm really, really happy about that. And I'm hoping to grow more. So um, please uh, uh, rate my podcast on Apple or on Spotify. If you can, please, it would mean the world to me. Follow it on Spotify. I'm not sure if you can follow it on Apple Podcasts as well. And follow my socials, follow my Twitter my TikTok and my Instagram will all be linked below and have the best rest of your April ever. Okay. Bye.